Welcome to Morning Soap. At Fusion Church, our desire is that every believer would not just attend church, but also hear from God daily through His Word. As we read the Bible, we begin to see how God responds to things. Doing daily devotions repatterns the way we think, transforms the spirit of our mind, and helps us become more like Jesus. Join us here, Monday through Friday, as various pastors and leaders at Fusion Church share devotion and teaching through that day's soap scripture. Download the current soap reading plan at fusionchurch.cc slash soap. Good morning, everyone. Can you guys hear me okay? Good, good. It is one of the last subs of the year. So here we are, guys. Thanks for hopping on this morning. Uh, my name is Pastor Sean, for anyone who does not know me. And we are looking at Revelations 3, verse 20 through 22. So really long verse this morning. So bear with me as we dive into this. Actually, this is a really fun one today. Um, and let me start off by praying, and then we'll read this. I want to do a couple of different versions. So let's pray. So, Father, we just thank you for uh, your word. We thank you for um, revelation, for inspiration. And, Father, as we look into your word this morning, we pray that it will change us, that it will empower us, that it would um, give us direction for decisions or um just things that need to change in our lives this morning as we just look into the ways you want to have a relationship with us. So we worship and we praise you. We just give this time to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so I'm going to read this um, in the NIV and the ESV. It's slightly different. Uh, so Revelation 3, verse 20 to 22 says, here I am, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. To the one who is victorious, I'll give the right to sit with me on my throne, just as I was I was victorious and sat down with my father on his throne. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. That was NIV, and I'm going to read the ESV, uh, which is probably closer to the version most of you know. Um, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him and he with me, the one who conquers. I will grant him to sit with me on my throne, as I also conquered and sat down with my father on his throne. He who, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Okay, so if you've been tracking along with soap in Revelations, um, you would have seen the, um, the headings to just pop over to my Bible here. So if you've been tracking in Revelation 3, you'll see there's... Uh, some writing to the church in Sardis to the church in Philadelphia, and now more specifically to the church in um, Laodicea. So let me just get back to my notes here. So as we look at this, uh, these couple of verses, it's just a few of them. Um, let me just read verse 16 of Revelations 3. 
So, so because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. So let's just keep that in the back of our minds. Because as um, this, this church in Laodicea has been addressed, that's one of the key areas uh, that's been spoken about. So let's talk a little bit about the church of Laodicea, assuming I'm saying that correctly. So this was a um, heavily resourced area. And the people that lived there had comfortable lives, right? So they had the ability to provide for themselves. And so much so that when an earthquake happened and destroyed their city in about 60 AD, they refused help from the Roman Empire, insisted on rebuilding on their own. So these guys were really focused on self-sufficiency. And you can assume that this had spilled over into the church. So they thought they had it all figured out. And they had it all together. And so God comes along and says, no, you don't have it figured out. Um, in fact, you're kind of useless. That Revelation 3 verse 16 saying, um, you're neither hot nor cold. You look warm. And lukewarm water is really good for nothing. So the church in Laodicea is, is lukewarm. They stuck in neutral. <clears throat> they think they can do it all on their own. But the reality is, they have a deep need for Jesus, right? And so the question is, you know, will they admit that need or leave Jesus on the outside so they can keep up appearances? So um, we could probably stop right there and go, you know, where are we this morning? Are we in that lukewarm position? Are we trying to do it all on our own? Or do we recognize the need for Jesus excuse me, are we trying to just keep up appearances? So I believe this message, you know, most people think this is a, a message to unbelievers, but it's to both, right? It's to those who are lukewarm, but also I think this definitely applies to unbelievers too. But the question is, where are we this morning? Are we self-reliant? Are we in this place of being lukewarm and useless? So let's... um. Let's take these verses from 20 to 22 and break them down a little bit, and then we'll get into some application. Sound good? Everyone still with me? Okay, good. Okay, so these verses start off with, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And so we need to consider who, who is that, right? Who is knocking at the door? So it's not some random person. This is Jesus Christ, the Son of God, right? It's the very Prince of Peace who's saying, hey, stop trying to be so self-reliant. I want to come in and be with you. Jesus wants a deep relationship with us. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So he's knocking at the door. You know, will you open the door? Will you receive him? So as we consider that, you know, Jesus is talking to this lukewarm church, the fact that he's standing on the outside means that there's a problem, right? There's a depth of relationship that doesn't exist. Now, now could Jesus just break the door down? Yeah, probably. The guy walked on water, right? He can do pretty much anything he wants, but that's not his MO, right? Jesus is gentle. He is... Um, kind is saying, hey, it's up to you to open the door. You know, will you allow me to come in? And um, Jesus, who is sovereign, omnipotent, 
lowers himself to work out his eternal plan on earth, right? And he wants to woo us. I kind of like that word. So he's wooing the cooperation of the human heart, right? He wants to, um, he doesn't want to force himself on us. He comes in a gentle, kind way. Okay, then the next part goes on to, if anyone hears my voice and opens the door. So I guess the big question here is, Jesus is speaking to you. Can you hear him? Right? And maybe you hear his voice, but there's other distractions. And maybe there's things that are distracting you from really focusing on his voice. And I think sometimes he even uses drastic means to try to get our attention, right? Like loss, um, you know, loss of a job, loss of a whatever. And the question is, are we turning to him or away from him? So we have a choice. Um, he goes on to say, um, you know, we need to open the door. So he's not going to force entry into our life. He only comes by invitation. And he leaves that choice up to you, right? Excuse me for one second. Okay. Um, so the choice is up to us. Are we going to choose the life, the joy, and the peace that he has for us or reject it? And we do that by figuratively opening the door. Now, what do we get, right? We get he has a rich inheritance for us in, in eternity, but we're not forced to take it. You know, we are invited to enter into that relationship with him. Okay, so I'll talk a little bit about that next part where it says, I will come into him and eat with him. So when we go eat with someone, Typically, we don't go eat with strangers, right? We go eat with people we know well, people we want to be with. And there's an intimacy around that kind of experience. So what the Lord is saying is, I want a close, intimate relationship, fellowship with you, right? I just want to come in and be with you. And let me just check the chat here real quick. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Um, so he says, I can't with I can't stand the lukewarm relationships. I want a deep all or nothing relationship with you. Um, he loves you so much that he wants your life to center around him. Um, he knows how empty and disappointing any other focus becomes, right? Those things just don't satisfy. He doesn't want a casual relationship, he wants a total relationship with us. In fact, it, it doesn't he doesn't want casual communion, he wants constant communion with us. Uh, the, the word that's used in this verse when Jesus said he wants to come in and eat, um, it wasn't just a casual meal. The word the word is um deep non, the Greek word. And deep non was the main meal of the day. And it wasn't like a leisurely affair or a hurried thing. This was kind of a, think of it as a feast or a, 
entering into a significant prepared meal, so significant time. So Jesus says, I, I don't want to just come and have a snack with you. I want a deep none, right? I want to come in and spend significant time and feast with you. So this was the main meal. And um, um, this was the meal at which a man sat and talked for long, right? It wasn't just a quick thing. And this was the time when work was over and now we were going to uh, commune together. So this is not just a mere courtesy or courtesy visit paid in by passing. Um, Jesus desires to come in and sit long with us and to wait as long as we wish to wait. So, you know, as long as we want to enter in, he wants to be with you. Okay, so a couple of questions here. Um, as you think about this kind of significant time together, you know, how long has it been since you invited him, him in to something significant, to a time of communion? Um, how long since you told him you love him? Right, it's Things that you would say to people that you care about and people you want to spend time with. Um, how long since you experienced the joy of just sitting with him and allowing him to hold his hold your hand or just wrap his arms around you? You know, how long has it been since your heart burned with that love that he has for you? So just things to consider as you consider how you invite him in. Okay, let's go on. Okay, so he goes on to say, um, I will eat supper with you. So basically extending what we just said. So again, um, Jesus says, I want to become a part of you. And if you allow that, you know, you'll become a part of me. You know, we'll become a part of each other. So Jesus is knocking, <laughs> like this little phrase, he's is knocking today at your lukewarm heart. What are you going to do about it? Right. How are we going to make this switch from being lukewarm to be all in? Okay. Then he goes on to say, um, to the one who, let me just go back to the verse here, 21, the one who conquers, I will grant him to sit with me on my throne as I also conquered and sat down with my father on his throne. Now, we don't have to be Christians um, we're compromising and lukewarm. We can be an overcomer, right? And he says, we can if we change and become an overcomer. You know, there's there's a reward that goes along with that, and we'll enjoy that communion and that um, knowledge of having won the battle. And um, he goes on to say, I will grant him to sit with me on my throne, and so. We have to overcome the battle of indifference, compromise, and self-reliance, right? And then we'll receive a reward, and that reward is that intimacy in a place with the enthroned Jesus, right? Now, it finally goes on to say, um, he was an ear to year, and in year what the Spirit says to the churches. So... When we're in that deep communion with him, the Holy Spirit can speak to us, right? We can receive the revelation that he has for us, right? So 
you know, when Jesus is on the outside and he's knocking to come in, um, we don't hear that. We don't receive that revelation because we're not in a place where we can. So I want to talk a little bit of application here. So um, last night, and you probably will think I'm crazy, we were in um, New York City with 25 million bazillion other of our closest friends. Not really. And um, I had my um, nephew and his wife with me. And he said, I've never seen so many people in my entire life. He's from South Africa and he's doing an internship in Chicago. And it got to the point where I just want to get out of all these people that I don't know and really don't care about, right? It was just literally shoulder to shoulder. And, um, you know, those are not the people I want to spend my time with and be intentional with. And so, you know, maybe the reason, and maybe there's someone listening to this today or another day who's not opening the door because we are spending time or socializing with people that don't really matter, all right? You know, who are we spending time with? You know, who do we need to stop spending time with? Or what do we have to stop um, doing? You know, how do we need to adjust our schedules to make time for the one who wants to be in a deep relationship with you? What do we need to stop doing? Because every yes is a no to someone or something, right? So every time I say yes to Netflix, I'm saying no to someone or I'm saying no to my relationship with Jesus. But just think about that. You know, every yes is a no to something or someone and and conversely as well, right? Now, um, maybe you have opened the door and you're in a healthy, significant, deep relationship with Jesus. And that's great, but is there maybe somebody else that Jesus wants you to knock on their door to go, hey, I want to come in and deep down with you, right? I want to come in and spend time, significant time with you. And um, maybe there's some relationships that you need to enter into, into maybe a new depth or a new intensity or new focus to help somebody else open that door to Jesus. Um, there's a phrase that I really like. And it kind of describes our job um, as Christians or as friends or as those who want to enter into, rela into relationships with others. And it says this, um, we need to build bridges of trust that can withstand the weight of the gospel. You guys catch that? We need to build bridges of trust that can withstand the weight of the gospel, meaning that... I want to enter into relationships with people where they trust me so that the actions and the words of my mouth become significant to them because they know who I am and they know they can trust me, right? So that means coming, um, not coming from a position of judgment, right? That, be, that means coming from a position of grace and mercy and, you know, starting from a peaceful place. So. Um, who are those people that you need to build bridges of trust with so you can introduce them to who Jesus is so that they can open the door when he knocks? Okay, so that's a challenge. And then my next one is 
are you not fully hearing his voice? So, you know, I see so many people walking around with AirPods or um, headphones on, and there's intentionality to that, right? You want to hear what you want to hear, and you're intentionally listening to something. You know, how are we intently going to make time to listen to Jesus's voice, you know, today, tomorrow, 2023, so that we can receive revelation from the Holy Spirit, right? We want to spend that time because he has, he wants to show us how to live. He wants to show us what we need to do. And when we receive that, when we make that time of focus to listen intently, so how are we going to put our spiritual headphones on to hear from the Holy Spirit? Okay. Now, last point I have for us here, and it's a little shorter today, it's only three verses, but um, as we head into 2023, what are people doing? Um, you know, we're about to get into New Year's Eve, and people are going to be start making New Year's resolutions, um, to set goals, to refocus, and we have the Daniel Fast coming up, right? So maybe that is your route to spiritual and physical breakthrough and an, op an opportunity to deepen on, right? To feast with Jesus, to feast with him, you know, to focus your time on, on him and receiving from the Holy Spirit. So maybe that's something you're going to do. But whatever it is, I want to challenge all of us to not only make New Year's resolutions that are about physical or emotional things, but also set spiritual goals for ourselves, right? So what are we going to do um, to enter into that deeper relationship with him? What are we going to do to hear his voice? And so for me personally, I'm thinking through what my spiritual goals are, what my physical goals are. And, um, you know, I want one of my personal things is I want to memorize more scripture. And whatever your thing is, you know, what are you going to do to kind of enter into that deep relationship um, with Jesus? So how are we doing? Everyone doing okay? All right. So just remember that's that's the final couple of thoughts I have. Um, so, you know, who are you spending time with? Um, who's distracting you from that deep relationship with Jesus? Um, you know, who do you need to spend what time with to introduce them? Um, to who Jesus is, so they will open the door to them. And finally, you know, are you hearing his voice? And what are you going to do um, to set goals for yourself to allow you to feast with him? So thank you for listening, guys. I'm going to pray, and it's a little bit shorter today, but I think that's fine. And um, if I don't see you, have a great new year, and I will see you Sunday, hopefully. So let me pray for you guys. Father, we just thank you that you are a God who wants to um, enter into that deep relationship with us, Father. You don't want a cursory or casual relationship, but you want to spend time and feast with us. Father, thank you that you are that God that is looking to um, call us out of that lukewarm state into that um, state of being just fully committed and on fire um, for you. And so, Father, we pray that today you would inspire us, that you would show us the things that distract us, 
that you would show us the people that you want to deepen on with, Father, that you want to enter into um, a deep relationship with those people whose door you are knocking at. So, Father, would you help us be agents of truth? Would you help us be agents of peace as we look to intentionally uh, spend time with people uh, who need to know you? Father, we also pray that you help us um, just meet our set goals, Father, that you help us um, just hear your voice, Father, by uh, being on soap, by reading your word, by spending time in prayer. So, Father, I pray for all my friends who are on this call. Father, we just pray that you would bless each one. And, Father, as we head into the new year, Father, we pray for new inspiration, um, new insight, and for spiritual and physical breakthrough. And I pray this in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks, guys. Have a great day.